Welcome back to Kind of Funny's The Mandalorian in review. That's right. We are reviewing every episode of The Mandalorian. I'm Tim Geddes. This is Andy Cortez. That's Kevin Coelho. We got Greg Miller. Very festive. Very Christmas. And we got Nick Scarpino. Such is what we do. Such is the way. Such is our thing. <laughs> this is our code and so shall it stand. <laughs> so shall it stand. We wrote this down and now we're doing it. For a hundred years <laughs> may they stand. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this show happens live every time a new episode of The Mandalorian comes out. So today it's a Wednesday. Uh, next week it will be a Friday. But in between that, we will be reviewing Rise of Skywalker, episode Rise. 9, Rise. this Friday. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. RoosterTeeth.com. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, podcast services, all the different things. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to get this show ad free or be a Patreon producer like our boy Al Tribesman. Is Tim that, Nick has a question. What's Tim, up? Is it hard to do an intro when all of us over here are saying, do it, do it, do it, do it? No. Okay. <laughs> You're a professional, man. There's just certain things that I would have thrown me they're off. They're just keywords, Patreon, Rooster yeah, Teeth. You just gotcha. gotta kind of say them in some. Capacity. Sequence and then you'll be fine. I was sure. wondering what his answer was, but I knew it because he Dude. did it. Uh, <laughs> good job, Nick. Oh, that gets one. a laugh. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, original man. Oh man, Al Tribesman, we love you. You're great. You're doing some stuff. Um, today we're talking about Chapter Seven: The Reckoning, uh, released on December 18, 2019, directed by Deborah Chow. She's also the person that did episode three, which yeah. is most people's favorite episode of the show so far. Which one was that? Um, it was the one with all the action, uh, with all the different Mandos. At the Thank end, you. At the end. Yeah. Sure, and the, he like, flies away. Yeah. I got to give yeah. him one of those. Kind of yeah. the, the last episode the of, of like main story plot gotcha. going on, so this kind of picks up, makes sense. She's coming back. She's also running the Obi-Wan uh, show. So oh. That makes me very excited. Me too. this episode was, I think, far and away one of the best episodes of the whole series. I agree. Yeah. And I and for a number of reasons, not the least of which was like I just feel like the acting was overall better in this and it, even from Gina Carano. Yeah. I was like, okay, you're holding the scenes. Good good on you. Uh but also we're back to the main story and it's absolutely like the most interesting part of everything that's happening. My 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 criticisms in the past of these being like one-off episodes don't exist here because we got back to the story. We're back to where it all started. We finally see the big bad guy come in and uh and uh Giancarlo Esposito and just he's awesome. Ring. And like yep. Yeah, let's go. I my I, my the sad thing is I wish we'd have gotten this episode four before before you mm-hmm. get into all that. Uh, this is written by John Favreau once again. A runtime of forty minutes. Uh, next week's finale, directed by Taika Waititi. Oh, Waititi! You know what I'm talking about? Star Wars. <laughs> I do, I do. But like to me, doesn't it kind of feel like this? We need like three or four more episodes now that we're on this track. Like I want to know, I want to see the story progress in like a little bit longer of a form. Now that we're in here, now that we've got this big bad guy, we don't know what his his you know motives are, and we only get one episode. Welcome to, to kind season of, two, Nick. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. This felt like a very good part one of a very clear two parter mm-hmm. uh, going into the sure. season finale, where I'm just like, and we know we're getting season two, and it's like if we didn't, and it was just supposed to be its own story, I agree that I would want it to be more. I kind of like where we're at, and I like that now that we've seen the, all the kind of like filler episodes of the last couple kind of have the payoff of the the group coming together with this. I'm like, cool. I like it a little bit more as a whole. I feel like it gives them a little bit more meaning. Like him going back to the the one planet with the uh um the the blue creeks and all that shit. Um and not seeing the the woman that he kinda had a moment with, but instead just going straight to Gina Carano and like just being about business. Like I like that. Like I feel like that's cool type of uh Star Wars character storytelling that we're starting to finally see come to fruition. I don't mind the uh, I don't mind the slower episodes as long as they are made well. I just mm-hmm. never thought that the slower episodes were made that well. But this, you know, I got a message on Instagram that was like, 
Uh, oh, the new Mando's out. Did you see that one? Oh, wait, you hate that show, right? No, I don't hate <laughs> gotcha. the show. I don't like the bad episodes. And there are a decent amount of, yeah. of not good episodes in this show. But the ones that I've enjoyed, this I think this one is up at the top. So was the last episode. I enjoyed the first three quite a bit. Um, I just think that they're... If we keep getting this sort of quality, this is exactly what I want out of this show. I love the I love the cliffhangers, man. Like that's just that's I, I'm a sucker for that shit in TV shows. So. See, I'm a little less forgiving than you. This is the bare minimum of quality that I want out of the episodes of this show. Everything everything that falls underneath this mark just registers as bad in my book. And this to me, I'm like, if, if Deborah Chow is the person that can tell these episodes, like let her somehow have more power in this whole thing. Because she knows how to direct an episode. This episode didn't at any point feel cheesy. It felt like I, I liked the getting the gang together, the Western style, like we're riding back into town to like to like with the posse to like kill the bad guy. And I liked that they got outsmarted. I liked that it was best the best laid plans. And even Mando kind of saw it coming. And like everyone was getting, you know, there's like the double. Uh, everyone's getting triple the, cross. Yeah, triple cross. And I was like, okay, I'm in for that because that's what this world would be. Uh, and I think they did it in a way that was like oh, this is gratifying to me. And then at the very very end of it. Boom, man, they lose. That's great. This is a perfect, you're right, it's a perfect two-parter, but I would have preferred this two-parter to be, like, up front because I feel like this season's going to finish out and it's only going to be relevant with season two, and that's not, to me, how traditionally you're supposed to do a first season of television. Like, if this ends on a hip cliffhanger, I'm fine with that, but if it ends on a cliffhanger where it's midway through the main plot of season one, I'm like, what? What? why would you do this? See, I, I think that the, the plot of the season's just super cut and dry of what it is and it's just like I think that we are going to get every, every question that's really been posed that needs to be answered I think will be answered in the next episode nothing more then they'll just I, ask more questions to be answered in season two but really when you start to think about it like even the good episodes of the show it's like I love, they're bad people to do bad things there's a lot of double crossing don't trust anybody like that's really all that it is and it's just yeah, like I, especially with the episodes in between the season where they go to different planets and have the different things going on when you look at each episode it's like they go to a place there's a thing they deal with they, they leave and we could have never seen those characters again, and it wouldn't have mattered. Or we could see them again, and it wouldn't matter. It's like it's kind of just this weird thing where it's like, what matters in the show? Mandalorian, Baby Yoda. That's all the really questions that we have right now, and I feel like we're going to have more questions posed next episode for next season, and I like that. I think we have questions on, like, what's the deal with uh, Baby Yoda, and those weren't, won't get answered. I think that, like, they're going to take him, and it's going to be like, I could see the season ending with, like, them barely getting away, and it's like, oh, now we have to save Baby Yoda, and like that's where it ends. Um, and I just kind of wish that we had a little bit more answers for that, where it's just like, I want to know what's happening with Baby Yoda. I want to be invested in this, and I don't think that like just taking him away and and being like, oh, you know, you guys have to go save him is like the investment that I like want. You know what I mean? Well, I'm sure the next episode will start with them in captivity and G and uh, Esposito explaining exactly why this thing is important and why he wants it so badly. They'll have a mo they'll have like a monologue point where the bad guy monologues for a second. He's like, "You don't understand the power of this thing, and it's the Force, and yada yada." yada. I'm sure we'll get some explanation for it. Whether or not that'll be gratifying is here or there. Like you say, we, all the questions get answered. There's not that any many questions. That's in the my series. point. Yeah. It's just the one: what is Baby Yoda, and why is it important? I guess two questions. Boom, there you go. And they'll probably answer that. The next episode. Well, the answer to number two is that he has the force, right? What's that? The answer, the answer to number two is just he has the force. Why well, what do they want to do? The but what do they want to do with the force, right? Like hey, historically, we haven't these seen. fucking show can be. Well, they want him on the dark side. Let's go. It's... You want to be the new emperor? Goo goo gaga. <laughs> 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 CTE. Um, 
No, but I mean, CTE. but it, but it's an interesting question, right? And that's that's why I, when I say I'm disappointed that this didn't get posed earlier, it's because I want to know. We've never really seen Star Wars where there's people who don't use the Force wanting to use that power for themselves. Do you see? What, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like traditionally, it's always been like good guys and bad guys. Like Jedi or Sith are always the ones that are controlling the Force, and everyone else just feels like pawns. This is the first time you've really seen someone who's like, I'm not a Force user, but I realize the power of this thing. I want to try to corrupt it and utilize it to like maybe rebuild the Empire or something like that. I don't know what they're going to do with yeah. it. It is a fascinating question, though. And I, that's the stuff I like. It's like I, I like that I'm asking, like, why are there so many stormtroopers? Like I understand yeah, right? that like it's over, and I understand that like sure there might be deserves who or not deserters, but just people that are like making their own factions that still believe in it. But I'm like, who's their leader? Like, what's going on? Are there just random factions all over the galaxy that like kind of are running through their own beliefs and stuff? That's really cool. But I like that those are the type of questions that we don't need to be answered. It's kind of just, that is just the kind of, that Fran calls it, the smell of the show. We're just kind of, it's the atmosphere. It's just the like, yeah, you no, know. Never never say that again. <laughs> That's Why? <just> dirty. <laughs> so much. No, I, I appreciate what we're talking about. But I mean, again, there, there have been stories like uh, the, the Timothy Zahn books, right, where they talked about like Grand Admiral Thrawn and all these things of like these offshoots of the Empire, these generals that were like the Emperor's dead, but we still have ships and we still have resources. What do we do with that? How do we rebuild in the shadows and then come back as something like the First Order is always fascinating. And it's like, and it's not something that I mean, as it can feel derivative, but if done right, it just it can it can be really really cool and sinister. And so like maybe that's what Esposito's doing in this. Like maybe he's like a, a, a I mean he, they called him a moff, right? Mm-hmm. So he is that's a that's like a admiral or a vice admiral, right? Yeah, I mean he was Grand Moff talking, yeah, right. So. so like he is clearly a leader of some faction of the Empire, and the fact that he showed up with pristinely. Uh, costumed stormtroopers is pretty indicative. What do we call the black stormtroopers? Death troopers? Death troopers. So he he showed up with death troopers, but then as the ships landed, you saw brand new stormtroopers come out. Which, do you think on some level, the ones that were on the planet are like, well, fuck us. You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to be dirty all the time? Why? Well, why that's why because like, like, shit, man. I don't think they are stormtroopers. I think they're just, I think they're just people wearing the, the armor, you know? Oh, I, I didn't. Well, I think, I I think they're, they're, they're different factions of stormtroopers. Yeah. Like, they were at one point all imperial, but now, the ones that were with uh, Esposito, I think, are different than the ones that were with Herzog. Herzog, yeah. yeah. And the Tie Fighter with the transforming. Oh my god! So I thought yeah. for a second Visuals though, because there's a little there. hole in its butt. I thought he was gonna come out of the hole in its butt. Well, I liked yeah, the, the Gus got out of the top of it, and I was like, how's he gonna get down? And the next shot, he was down. I'm like, you motherfuckers! Nope. You yeah, motherfuckers! You got me. I, I yeah, I think this episode started off in a cool way with you know we're we're being reintroduced to all these characters that. I had gotten to this point in the show, and I'm thinking, like, were those just, are we ever going to see those people again? Called it. Were they just useless this whole time? And uh, as far as we know, uh, curly-haired woman, kind of useless. Which one? Oh. uh, Amy Sedaris? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, right. And then uh, uh, Shroud with the earring, useless, right? That episode could just be completely written off. I mean, Uh, it ends with some type of cliffhanger that's going to come back. Sure, yeah, and but the thing I've noticed is like when this episode is starting, they show you the recap, and they I feel like most of the recaps have only included the first couple of episodes. It's almost as if they realize these Those middle are episodes yeah. don't have a lot going on in them because the core, the meat of the story is kind of in the beginning where we see Werner Herzog and we see um, um, what's his face um, Carl, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah, um, Mando. You're a legend, Mando. I yeah, I, I I was really happy being reintroduced to these characters because I just didn't think it, I thought it was gonna be all for naught, you know. 
and we and we see um, uh, we see little alien man with the Ugnot or whatever his name. No, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just call him by their character. <laughs> just call him Nick Nolte. You just blew my mind, by the way, that I didn't realize that actress was Amy Sedaris in, yeah. a, in that episode, oh, yeah. and I feel bad for harping on how bad of an actor she is because she's actually a pretty phenomenal. She's in BoJack Horseman. It was just the character was horrible. That character was terrible, yeah, but Strange I'm, I'm eating my Amy. words right yeah. now. Amy, if you're watching this, I apologize. You are a phenomenal actor. Keep going. No, you can't Keep going. Yeah, no. No, no, no backseats? It's, it's too late. No backseats? Definitely not. <laughs> yeah. She's going to come on the no show. No take backseats? Yeah. Dude, Baby Yoda, straight up force choking. That's another just interesting premise where I'm like, there's this thing with this power and it doesn't know how to control it. It's just instinct. It's not dark side, light side. It's... Hey, he's my friend. Stay off of him. Yeah. About to choke her to death with his little hands. So cute. It's like when you see those videos of somebody fighting the owner of a dog and the dog gets pissed off. Yeah. It's, it was exactly like that. It was adorable. And But no, can we t- I kind of disagree with your assessment of Gina Carano. I thought she was still pretty bad in this. Uh, okay. She was just you saw surrounded by other characters. They elevated her. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that was good. And I thought that. That's fair. You know, I think some of the action she did at the beginning was fun. You know, with the belt tying and sharing and her. Whenever she gets to actually beat someone's ass, she's that was at a her cool best concept. Because she's a fighter and we, she moves we, like a fighter. Which we've is never great. seen that before, right? Two no. people game, being like, tethered together. Tethered by this together. laser. I thought that was really interesting. Not in this series. What do you mean? Don't worry. Don't ask. Just don't keep even moving, worry about keep that. Um, uh, I didn't like how like she was recruited, and they had that moment of like, "Well, I won't do it." And he's like, "Well, there's storm stormtroopers." I mean, it's like no, I right. like that. that I, I, yeah. I wish they had like, done that. The like, and I I think that's her acting that I didn't like, oh. but it just like yeah. I'm okay with that, but that just is kind of indicative of how the decisions get made in this. Mm-hmm. Where like, if you had a little bit more time, like for instance, if this had been this story. The main story had developed over a couple more episodes. You could have had those moments of great character development where she said, no, I don't want to do it. And then you have a couple more story beats. Right. And then mm-hmm. she realizes something that's happening in the B-plot that that inspires her to go on the mission. Or not- Whereas in this one, every single time in the scene, he goes, Tim, I want you to do something. And Tim goes, I don't want to do that. And then I go, but there's cookies. And Tim goes, I'm in. And yeah. that is just kind of lazy story. Yeah, writing, it would have been opinion, cooler if there writing. had been some sort of consequences to him coming back. Like suddenly there's stormtroopers there trying to find him because they're tracking him. And Gina Carano realizes, oh shit, they're on my tail too. So I have no choice I but to, to kill you, you know? <laughs> well, just so- something more <laughs> yeah. than me just, hey, let me throw a quick throwaway line at you and you just getting on the mission because we need you to get on the mission because that's how we wrote this episode. And like, nah, it's- that's, all I, that's all I needed, man. I, I, I think we've seen. But that's so I think little, we've you seen know? that in so many other movies that are better in quality, so we choose to ignore those decisions. I think because maybe we're a little bit harder on this show and it's not quite what we wanted, that we're a little bit more nitpicky about small stuff that we would easily pass by Well, for the, for other the, things. For the Gina Carano character, I don't mind it, right? Because she's kind of a throwaway character. But it well, was a little courageous. Before you, move, before you move, isn't, wasn't the point of meeting her in a, an ancillary episode that was off the main plot to get the fact that she was a resistance fighter and she did hate the Empire and she had a grudge? So that when we get there, so there's this one decision, it's not in a vacuum of... Hey, person, you, I don't know. Come with me. No. But we're going to fight people. Oh, okay. Like, I knew her backstory enough that I knew sure. she hates these fuckers. But it starts to feel a little thin when I go, hey, I want you to come on a mission with me. And you're like, no, I've been running. I'm basically, I'm done with that. I'm running away from that forever. And I go, by the way, if you go on this mission with me, you might die. You're probably going to die. It's a suicide mission. And you go, no, thanks. And then I go, but there's people you hate there. And you go, okay. And like it, it feels okay. It's I can. It's passable with Gina Carano's character, but where it's a little bit harder is with Nick Nolte's character. That seems to be a little bit more like I'm he's a Zen monk about yeah. it. And you go, and then the only decision is like, I need you to come on this to to help protect the kid. And it's like, well, then leave the fucking kid with me. 
Like, I don't understand why you keep taking this kid to the fucking planet where all the bad guys are. Like, there's... We, they keep saying things like, we have, this is the only way to do it. I'm like, it's not the only way to do it. Take Wasn't the ship it? and fly it way the fuck out but what, and why, wait for a message. What, Carl Weathers wouldn't have moved on with the plan, right, if he didn't have the kid. He needs the kid. Like, he, Amando need, knows that he has to show up with the kid. Otherwise, this is not going to go anywhere. But then at the end, he goes, well, we don't need the kid. We'll just go and, and you, it'll be just me. And, and be the fine. empty carriage. And empty but at carriage. that point, hasn't he already rehashed a new plan with Carl Weathers? Carl Weathers is on his side. He's going to get you sure. inside. They, sure. The yeah. guy you need. Sure. They were gonna kill the you know until Baby Yoda heals his leg. They were um, gonna kill. They're gonna kill him. But right? dude, the scene where he got attacked came out of fucking nowhere. Came out of I nowhere. Was like, that was awesome. So right? I was like, really? Whatever. It's gonna be so yeah. easy. <laughs> they got randomly attacked by dragons. <laughs> I, I loved it because it was just like I love they were picking people off. Where it's like I I really felt like anyone could have been taken away from that moment. Like, it was like I didn't a know what was going on. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I I thought that that was unexpected and. We haven't seen something like that, and like because of how dark it was, like, and I liked how dark it was. Like, it was actually kind of scary. Oh, I just, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Where, what are these? Things? I couldn't believe they, they were just hitting two more of them. them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah like, they're gigantic. And like nobody's getting hit up there. I'm like, they're huge. Gina Carano's got a fucking minigun. The gun was. She's got the minigun from Predator, and she can't hit something the size of a bus that's floating 15 feet above her. Strong, whatever. Strong dragons. That's fine. Man, look at all all this stuff is fine. But like, you just keep. It keeps coming back to me of like, why? Why are any of these characters doing any of these things? Why, if you know the guy's already double crossed you, would you come anywhere close to trusting him? Mm -hmm. And why would you just? Like, I was thinking, okay, the Mandalorian's he's smart. He's going to know that Carl Weathers... I mean, I fucking know as, a, as an audience member that Carl Weathers is going to double-cross him because we already know he's done it once. But, I mean, they did, right? That's yeah. why he brought um, Gina Carraro's character. But, they, but then they, want, they let him get the, the beat on him? They got two guys behind him the entire time? Like, I'm just... Also, I don't understand why, like, if Carl Weathers changed his mind, why didn't he just tell the other guys, like, hey... I've changed my mind. No, you get you'd, you'd, break the the guild. Guild. Yeah. you'd break the guild code. Yeah. You'd lose sight of it all. But he oh, murdered two of his way. own guys. But, that's that's but they don't. That's but a dead man told no tales. Exactly. Oh, shit, you know, the laws. If you kill someone, everything's everything's absolved. Mm -hmm. um, but they do have that conversation in the elevator that I think, you know, kind of mildly explains it away. Of, uh, do you trust this guy? No, not really. You know, I yeah, I thought he knew. That's enough for up for a double cross. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that Deborah Chow did a great job with the directing, especially of the scene with IG-11 of like kind of reformatting him and the whole kind of conversation about droids and like they they reflect the owners. There are and all no good. There is no and bad. like the montage of him like learning Putting how to like, like be a good guy. It's like I, I really enjoyed that, and it's just, like it felt authentic to me. Do you like, believe him? I mean, at some point he's going to have to turn, right? I, I like, think so. I think I, only he's going to turn because they kept on harping on it. Yeah. I had such an issue with well, that. Well, yeah, the thing where he walks in the room and Gia Carano looks at him like all awkwardly and they do like the cutaways back and forth in their eyes. I'm like, what? The well, well they, they, they talked <laughs> enough so. about to Nick Nolte, I don't trust him. It's a robot, blah, 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 blah. And that went on for a while. And then more TV show happens. And then again, do you trust him? Like, no, I don't trust that robot. Okay, we get it. Something's you gonna happen like soon, but well, maybe, it just also maybe it's gonna be like aliens, where uh, Ripley's like, "I don't like this she doesn't bishop. Like bishop. I hate bishop. Like bishop." And then at the end, Bishop saves her ass. And you know that's torn apart and yeah. fucking barfs milk all over everything. That's There's a reason like, the hero shot is the three of them. Like it's because yeah. they're gonna. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna come back and save the day. Yeah, sure. I, and I love that though because like she did such a great job with the action in episode three. Like it seems like they're building towards some action next episode and. I, I can't wait to see what that looks like with IG-11 fucking doing more of the weird tin can shit. Damn, I wish Bill Burr was a good guy. 
Well, the thing is, is, is he coming? Ride. Are they coming back next episode or are they coming back next season? I feel like next season. Me too. Which yeah. I'm cool with. And I feel like they're going to come back next season as bad guys again and then somehow have a redemption arc where they join his team or team up with him. But I don't see them being like main characters. I don't know. Maybe Bill Burr. With, the rest with, what was the know. point I, of them watching the video last episode then if they weren't going to come back sooner in this plot line, you think? Because remember, they made a big deal that when the guy was that up was there. That was a different like, video, right? Didn't the guy die that watched the video? I, yeah. I legitimately don't understand. But did he not have a chance to tell anybody? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, I think that if a IG Eleven has a like flip and turns bad, I think that like that's su- such a wasted thing. I think like, he's gonna be a good been, guy. I think he's gonna be a good yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm just saying, if he had like, if there was gonna be a moment where he turns bad, that moment I think passed. Like, it would have been cooler if um, Quill Keel or whatever oh, yeah. got cool. on the uh, got to the ship closed it and was safe from the speeders ah, yeah, and cool. that's when IG-11 reveals no, boom. Yeah, I don't think he's going to turn bad. I yeah. think it's just not going to be a, a docile like. No, no, no. Or... He's going to be a killing machine. Yeah, yeah. I'll say. Uh, just it's a, in the programming. To, to go back to Deborah Chow and her, and she, I think she's a great director and I think that, that beat at the end where he's calling out to him and he's like, did you get him back to the ship? Did you get him back to really the ship? Really well done. And you see the speeder bike pick up Baby Yoda yeah. and then as the camera keeps panning, you see him just dead on the floor. That was fucking, that was a really well done. It didn't also, hit, we it got to moment. see Scout Trooper helmets again, so that's always fun. That's pretty dope. awesome. Yeah, that moment didn't hit me immediately. But the, the, it didn't connect in my brain. When I see Baby Yoda. He's o- just sleeping. When oh. I see Baby on the ground, I, my immediate thought is, is it, a, is it a dummy or something? Did he just like, are, are they tricking it? And no. Like, oh, no. I was no. super and like, they, no. And then they eventually the pan over. Cool. And, this and, is, and then we kill, get the really kill, sort of unsettling. Cool. Uh, Music here. Pu- no, puppet head, mouth open looking thing. It reminded me of when the big horn is dead on the ground as well, where it's just like, it's, it's really ugly slack. looking. Yeah. It's like, it's the death, the death, <laughs> final Nick death row. Yeah, it was so over your head if you're gotcha, die. Yeah, I loved the end though with the first time we get the Mandalorian theme, but it's like somber and different. It's not the like bombastic wow. version. I was like, oh, this is there's like a, in the NFL when someone gets hurt. Um, there's a part as well in. Um, when they're doing the montage, where the, the I thought it was a good comedic beat. I, wanted, I made a note to shout it out. Where he's trying to pour the 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 slop for the big ass animal, and it pours into the ground. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? Before uh, actually, no, sorry, no, it's cool. It's totally cool. Yeah, why? Don't worry about it. Oh. Tough guy. All right. All right. Instead, All right. sing me the Mandalorian song. Sing me a Mandalorian. Sing me a Mandalorian. <laughs> this episode of Mandalorian Interview is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, let's see. They are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about your balls. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. It's time to shave, baby. The Lawnmower 2.0 comes inside the Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. If you've ever chafed down there, you're not going to want to do it again. You learn your lesson once, Greg Miller. Chafe me once, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Chafe me twice, go to manscaped.com. 2.0, baby. Uh, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's 20% off with free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Uh, clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. That's what they wrote. <laughs> 
He <laughs> <laughs> sure did, Tim. Also, shout out to Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows that you are more than just your credit score. They offer smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. Isn't that right, Greg Miller? That's correct. When I moved here, of course, I got a loan because I needed it back in the day, and I got a terrible interest rate because they didn't take into account anything. They don't That's what it's doing. <laughs> Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate. They would have loved you, Greg. They would have believed in you. They would have looked at my whole thing. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. And the best part, once the loan's approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. The next day, Kevin. Uh, free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart's ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com morning to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com morning. Back to the show. What's that? I thought the visuals were great. Yeah, I, this episode I, looked great. I think because of the sort of familiar environment and whatever that environment is, I guess that biome, the this planet that they're on, it's a lot more convincing using their screen technology that's behind them. Not a green screen, just like digital yeah. whatever the hell. Uh, that environment is really convincing, and I thought the TIE Fighters looked phenomenal. So good. I, just, I thought it looked uh, really good. Quick question. The uh, Werner Hot Herzog mm-hmm. character. Yes. Vern Hot Dog. He, uh... <laughs> Does he get killed by Mando or? No, he gets killed by the other guy. The Death Troopers Giancarlo on the Esposito, yeah. Oh, orders his death. Because he's like, really? That's interesting. Check again. <laughs> Which you're like, I don't understand why yeah. he would do that. Because it's that's always like, a bigger fish. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but I mean, like the, they were clearly the, working together. Right? But like, were they? Like, I, I, I mean, it's unclear. But if they're separate fang- factions and um, Carlo Esposito's faction is bigger, Giancarlo. yeah, Giancarlo. <laughs> there's yes. a possibility yeah. that they think that maybe yeah. there's a level of distrust here. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously don't trust he everybody. All those stormtroopers we can get double cross at any moment, and then they say, "Hey, where's the baby?" That's kind of how I read it. And was I like, was like, "This guy, the baby's here." Are you sure about that, bro? Either that with me, or this guy has failed him for the last time. Because it clearly, this has been what at least weeks at this point, where they've Seven been looking weeks. for this 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 thing, and this guy is just Werner Herzog is just dropping the ball every single time. So I feel like it was just like clean house. <laughs> Get okay. yeah, get the thing you want to get, and like I, I thought it was great. Is he dropping the ball? I feel like he hired the best bounty hunter and all of the other ones to get this thing, and it was just because for no reason at all, Mando kind of fell in love with this little thing. Yeah, but the Empire time, expects like, results. The Empire expects Baby Yoda. All right, so if you can't fucking deliver Baby Yoda to Gus, you're useless. To Go him. to hell. But exactly. also, like if if, in if a the basket. thing you really want more than anything else on, in the fucking known galaxy. Is sitting there, but it's in an enclosed case. Check the fucking case. Open the fucking case. It's sleeping. He was if about you don't, to. It's sleeping. It was, he was about to, and then he was like, oh, I, I need to take a call. It's sleeping right now. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I know. He was like, I'm going to open that fucking thing. But um, no, I, I thought, yeah, I thought that, that last part. Honestly, to, to be fair, I feel like they carved out more budget for this episode. Because I feel like the main story episodes have more budget and some of the more, like. Well, that makes sense. And that's fine. I mean, that's kind of how you do it in TV where. You know, if you've got a couple other, you, ha- you have to have a few episodes that are like uh, slightly cheaper that you can throw. Like, let's just go out and shoot in like a forest area. Okay, I, cool. I, I still one. think that the biggest problem the show has is like the actors they pick aren't necessarily the best for the roles. Where it's like uh, Andy or what was her name? Amy, Amy Sedaris. Sedaris. Like, 
She, I did not like her portrayal of that character. It was just such a goofy. That character, the direction of that character yeah. was bad. Yeah. But knowing who that actress is and having just watched six seasons of BoJack Horseman with her. You hate her, her, though. She's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, you hate her. She's really good. But I did not like her in that role, and I don't mm-hmm. like that. I didn't like that character at all because it just felt very TV. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like someone who, you know, and not to harp on going back to an older episode, but it didn't feel like someone who lives on Tatooine, this desolate planet filled with fucking gangsters and like bounty hunters and all sorts of drugs. I mean, this is like a port town and a terrible part of, of of like a third world country. And she's like, hey, I'm happy go lucky. What's going on? Welcome to my spaceport. I have some cool stickers and some merch if you want to buy it. You buying something or are you selling? Like she's like, like a total NPC. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I mean that was that was the main credit critique there. But you put her in a comedic role that has like a lot of heart. Like that you take that character, you put it in Bojack Horseman and she's phenomenal in it. So shout out to her and sorry for harping on her earlier. So looking back at the, the season, I'm trying to look at the directors. Uh, chapter two was Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Uh, Famuyiwa. Yeah, he did two and six, and then Deborah did three and seven. The best. So they're clearly the so, two best directors. Yeah, of this definitely. Uh, John Favreau. At least they got the best material. Hasn't done any of them. He's just show writing and writing most of them. But then yeah, so next week is going to be Taika's debut as a director on the show. I so like how they saved the best it, for last. I'm, hey, man. It's, it's interesting because Taika, typically, the tone of his movies are very comedic and fun. And it's like, this seems like it's gonna, not going to be an episode where, where that's the tone. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I, to me, it's become more and more obvious after watching last night's episode that these beginning and maybe these last two episodes have always been in mind. Those are the core sort of things written down oh, when, while Favreau was thinking up of what the story's going to be. And in the middle, I think they said, hey, if he just goes on adventures, kind of one-off little things, maybe people will still enjoy that. And it'll be cool to see Mando in a different environment, meeting different characters. And it's, and that's sort of where the, the Western adventure comes from. But I just, that, I don't know, it doesn't excuse me. I, f- I feel me. like that yeah. would be way more forgivable had it been released in, um, binge? A, a, yeah, binge, yeah. instead of weekly. And it's like having two weeks of like, Oh, I don't. Where? Why is the story not moving forward? Is just so disorienting. To me, I feel like this is a perfect example of why does this need to be eight episodes? Yep. Why? Mm-hmm. This is that we. The story they showed me last night. I'm like, I'm enticed. This is cool. He's in a bad place. He's got to use everything he's ever learned as a Mandalorian now to save this baby that we clearly care about. But like. This would have been so cool if it was a four to six episode arc where they just focused. Like, yeah, a couple of those moments where we meet Gina Carano. But, like, the problem is when we get too far away from that 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 compelling story, it starts to just feel, to me at least, very, very thin and like filler. And I don't like that. Why? What is the point? Re- you're going to really tell me that it, this is a show that's that's meant to basically sell people on Disney Plus and people are going to care that it's two fewer episodes, two less episodes? I wouldn't care. If they, if they did what BBC does where it's like this is a four-episode run or even a three-episode run with an hour and a half along each episode of like cool I am totally in just tell a cool story like there's nothing ever in the history of these like shows these historic movies that get turned into shows that has ever been gained by extra episodes like Daredevil all of those Marvel shows we our biggest complaint was like there's why do they why do they have to do eight episodes just don't do it so I don't know I'd love to see them look at this and go cool we're gonna go into season two and we're gonna Combine them, not do 40 minutes. We do hour and a half long episodes, maybe just do three or four. Done. Tell a cool story. I hope this is just a great learning experience for the future of what these Star Wars yeah. TV shows can be. Because I think these last two episodes have been awesome. I really enjoyed them. 
Um, and I they were I, fun. I think this one was probably least, my favorite fun. one of all of them because it followed the more traditional. Uh, I don't know. Well, it I kept guess, the story going. It, it, well, it had a story. It, it was more yeah. traditional in the TV show that I enjoy. Where we get to the end of these uh, bingeable TV shows that we always talk about, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and it gets to a cliffhanger, and it's, wow, what's going to happen next? Yeah. I'm really excited for the future. Of what this. will happen next? We'll have to find out next week for the season finale of The Mandalorian. Until then. See, see you later. We wrote it down. And Mando. That's, what we, that's why we do Mando. it. You're a legend.